You're listening to Past and Present, the Colonial Williamsburg podcast. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Harmony Hunter. Today, the director of the Digital History Center, Lisa Fisher, joins us again to talk about the ongoing program, RevQuest Save the Revolution. And we've actually talked about this show once uh, a year over the past four years as this sort of serial program has evolved. And if you're not familiar with the program, uh, it is a really fantastic idea uh, that immerses people in some intrigue of the revolution. Tell us a little bit about RevQuest's origins and the goal of the game and this really, this really fresh um, perspective you give with an immersive experience. Yes, the uh, RevQuest Save the Revolution series is our online, on-site, online, alternate reality game series. We just launched our fifth one in March called RevQuest The King's Advance. Uh, and the idea behind the games is that we want our guests to take an active role, um, not only online before they arrive, but once they arrive on-site. So they're tasked with being spies during the American Revolution. And they have to meet with people when they come here. Um, they're looking for hidden clues, deciphering messages, and all as they go along texting in information with their uh, secret correspondent. Um, and if they successfully uh, solve the mystery, then they get to meet with somebody at the end and receive a token of appreciation. Um, but all of the games are based on actual events uh, and real people. So it's also a way about learning about things that happened during the revolution and the importance of spying and espionage. It is brilliant, and I'm so excited to see this program continuing and thriving every year as you come up with new plots, because it takes history from something passive to something active, and, and that is huge. You're not just walking past a building. You're not just hearing an interpreter give you a talk about what happened here. You're part of it. Exactly. And these are real plots. I think that's what's so fun about it is that you see something's at stake, but you're able to relate to an actual historical event by putting yourself in it. I, 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 there's nothing more exciting that's, that's happened recently <laughs> in the historic area for me. And you can see folks in the historic area tearing around from place to place, <laughs> checking their clues, checking their code books. Tell us a little bit about the plot that you've chosen and how you try to decide um, what sort of um, historical events and themes you want to explore with folks. Yeah, it's always um, fun when we sit down to create a new game to have to, to think about, well, what could we use this year? That's sort of the challenge, but it's also um, a lot of um, fun as we go through different events and think about well, what what could actually be a game and be sort of a spy mystery. Um, so this year, this year's game, RevQuest The King's Advance, is uh, set in 1781 and it's actually about the contest for Virginia. Um, so we're actually bringing it very much local and asking our questers to help us save the Commonwealth. And it's obviously a very important um, piece uh, for both sides during the revolution. There are a lot of supplies um, in this area. And so the, if the British had captured Virginia, then there would have been, you know, the, the revolution might have turned out differently. So this year's game, the, um, the questers learn that General Phillips has been in Virginia for quite a while. It's the spring of 1781, and Cornwallis is coming up from the south. So These are both key British generals. Exactly, okay. yes. So suddenly we have two big British forces that are going to be converging on Virginia, and so we need to know what we're up against. So um, you, you begin when you arrive on site um, with a, a video introduction, um, and this year you meet with uh, Thomas Jefferson and the Marquis de Lafayette, who are the ones who actually task you. Uh, Jefferson is governor of Virginia at the time, so he obviously um, really 
needs your help to save um, to save the state. So we need to know more about what these, this combined British force is going to be so that Lafayette can uh, do his best to prepare to defend. Um, so that's where, we, where the questers come in and we need their help to, to help figure out that information. So as you're choosing these plots year after year, are you trying to choose angles that will maybe surprise people um, by what they learn, by who the heroes are or who they think the heroes are? What are some of the other more subtle messages you're trying to pass to people as they play this game? Well, we want them to become more familiar with um, some of the, the choices that people were making during the revolution, that it wasn't necessarily you know, an easy cut and dry patriot or loyalist, that there were a lot of um, sort of nuances and, and different things going on that people were having to make their own personal choices about in terms of what their actions were going to be, what their beliefs were. Um, and so obviously, if you have a war going on around you, that affects so much of, of your life. And so we're trying to, to get people to think a little bit about what that would have been like. Um, but at the same time, it's also meant to be a fun, fun experience. And so it's great for us to be able to watch questers playing, um, uh, you know, partaking the mission, we'll, we'll watch them, you know, as they're trying to figure out clues, as they're finding um, different secret hiding places around the historic area uh, and meeting with the people. Because I think that's the, the, the biggest, um, sort of fun part of the game is the actual interactions with our staff who help them along the way and will reveal information. Um, so I think that's something that is unique among all games uh, in museums out there. We're uh, one of the few, if, if not the only one, that really has that personal um, interaction. You're meeting another costumed agent who's passing you a, a little tidbit of information. Exactly. Well, I know what I'm most excited about with RevQuest, but as, the, as part of the team that's created it, what is the part of its success that pleases you most? What are you most proud of as you look at the, as the fifth year of the series? <laughs> I mean, I think it's the fact that we're seeing more and more people each um, game. We have more people playing. Um, so last year was our biggest RevQuest, The Old Enemy. That was our biggest game to date. Um, and then this year we're hoping to surpass that one. So it's just seeing um, the number of people who are playing, the, the enjoyment that they seem to get from it. And then we're also seeing people coming back to play subsequent games. So um, I think that's something that is great that people are wanting to come back to actually play again and see what, see what the next one's all about. And you're learning about history, you're interacting with these costumed agents and you know secreting them out. You're also getting to look um, at some more of the, the buildings in the historic mm -hmm. area. You're weaving in some of these wonderful original and reconstructed buildings and sites and making those part of the plot. What are you looking for when you sort of choose a site for some of these different scenes to play out? Well, we're trying to find things that maybe places that are a little bit more off the beaten path, places that our guests might not normally go that are a little more hidden. And that actually works really, really well with being a spy mystery, because obviously most people probably wouldn't have left their secret messages out in plain sight, unless it was, of course, encoded. And then, you know, then you know, only the right people could read it. Um, but we also want to make sure that we are creating something that, that sort of gives our guests a chance to explore the town as they play the game. So it's, in some ways, a kind of itinerary. 
um, so that you're moving sort of from one end of the town to the other. Um, obviously, we're not going to, we don't want to make our guests do any more walking than necessary. So we, you know, are very conscious in choosing clues as kind of a progression. But at the same time, give people an opportunity to really see um, the, the entire breadth of the historic area. Um, so it's a lot of fun to have to sort of go out and look at, look at the historic area in a new way when we're planning the game, because of course, we're so used to seeing it. Um, and we go out there and try to have a fresh perspective and look for places that, you know, we might not even be thinking about for where could we hide clues and, and again, post things that um, will help to facilitate the game. We, you know, we also like to make sure we're bringing in key sites too, um, things that we want our guests to see. And we really encourage people to play, but they don't have to play straight through so that they should stop and see other things that are around. And you know, and in fact, it can be part of their cover because if they're being followed, um, they can look like they're going about their daily business and then they would be less suspicious. So <laughs> in fact, they should stop and, you know, and see a trade site or two along the way or visit, visit a tavern. So you know, it's a lot of fun to have to kind of think about, think about things in a new way. So if people are listening to this show and they're thinking, I want to do that this summer when we take our family trip, where do they begin? You mentioned this is online, yeah. on-site, mm -hmm. online. For this summer's quester, for this summer's visitor, where do they mm -hmm. start? Well, they can go to the colonialwilliamsburg.com website, um, search on RevQuest, and that will pull up information on how to play when they arrive. There also is the link to the online mission. Um, you don't have to do that before you arrive, but we'd love it if you did that. It actually starts the game. It's said just a little bit before the on-site mission, and then um, the website will give you information about um, what to do once you get here. You can pick up your materials at any ticketing site. Um, so the visitor center or the pit store um, are good ones because they are both also showing the video. At no extra cost? At no extra cost. They, yes, RevQuest, um, the King's Advance is included with any Clinton Williamsburg admission ticket except the sampler ticket. Um, so yeah, so if you have any ticket, you can play. Um, so yeah, once you pick up your materials, you see the video, and then your first thing, um, you've, uh, you begin texting in, and it'll tell you where to meet your first secret agent. And um, there's a schedule of the times for those that's in the packet. Um, but during the summer, it's essentially every half hour during the, the sort of regular day, so. Well, it's so great to see you, and it's so great to, to be able to see this team of minds creating plot after plot um, <laughs> to really take something um, that's already exciting, spying and, and, and intrigues and plots, uh, and really take people and put them right smack in the center of it. Lisa, thank you so much for being our guest today, and I hope that all our visitors take a chance to come play RevQuest while they're here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening. We're always glad to hear your feedback. Send us an email at podcast.history.org.